What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 13 wide receiver start sits. So breaking down every single week 13 matchup, talking about every single fantasy relevant wide receiver, list them as either a start a fringe option or a sit. The starts are going to be the wide receivers you feel confident playing as either your wide receiver one or your wide receiver two. The fringe options, more of your wide receiver threes, flex options, maybe players filling in for guys on buy or injuries. So you may not love them in your lineup, but they're fine, they're playable. And then sits, these are going to be players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. If you guys enjoy the video, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. But let's dive right into the Thursday night matchup where we have the Seahawks taking on the Cowboys. Now for the Seahawks here, I have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett as fringe plays. This is kind of just where they've settled in at this point on the season. They are wide receiver threes. They also draw a tough matchup here against the Cowboys. So I think that's fair. I think it'll be interesting to see if we start, you know, getting like a JSN late season breakout. He's definitely had some flash plays here or there, some decent games, but hasn't been someone who's overly reliable for fantasy. So he will be a sit for me here. Looking at the Cowboys, obviously you're firing up CeeDee Lamb as a high-end wide receiver one. He's definitely a start. Brandon Cooks coming off a big game. For me, he just hasn't been able to consistently command volume. So I'm going to have him as a sit. If he can start to string together, you know, some impressive volume games back to back to back, then I will consider him as, you know, a potential starting option moving forward. Now looking at the Chargers-Patriots matchup, for the Chargers here, there's one fantasy relevant wide receiver. It's Keenan Allen, and he is a high-end wide receiver one. Any hope that Quinton Johnson had of being fantasy relevant this season seems to be pretty much gone at this point. Um, his snaps were reduced, and it wasn't even because of injury. They just deemed that he wasn't going to be out there, which, I mean, is pretty much a killer when you consider the injuries they've had. I believe they were running out practice squad guys over Quinton Johnston, so not even fantasy relevant at this point. Now, on the other side for the Patriots, if Douglas does play, I have him as a fringe option. Prior to week 12, he had back-to-back -back solid games. Week 12, he was on his way to having a pretty big game, um, had a super great target rate before he left that one. So he'd be a fringe play for me as like a wide receiver three. Um, definitely going to be sitting Devonta Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. Looking at the Lions-Saints matchup for the Lions here, another one of these teams that really has like one fantasy relevant wide receiver. It is Amon Ross St. Brown fire that man up as a high-end wide receiver one, and then going to be sitting J-Mo. Then for the Saints here, it's very possible that Olave and Shahid don't end up playing in this one. This Saints wide receiver room really could end up being pretty anemic. For Chris Olave here, obviously if he plays, you're going to fire him up as a nice start. Was having a really nice game um, prior to leaving with that concussion. The only player I'd consider playing outside of Olave would be Rashid Shahid if Olave isn't able to give it a go then he'd probably be a fringe option just because I do think he's somewhat talented and he would have, you know, a baseline amount of volume, you would assume. But like if Rashid Shahid is out and Chris Olave are both out, like I'm not trying to fire up guys like A.T. Perry. I would pretty much just end up fading this um, Saints wide receiver room. Looking at the next matchup, we have the Falcons taking on the Jets. Drake London going to be a fringe play for me. Actually a solid game in week 12. He just doesn't have a crazy high weekly ceiling or super high weekly floor. Obviously super talented, but kind of just settling into that wide receiver three territory. Then looking at the Jets here, Garrett Wilson, even with bad quarterback play, continues to produce. He's really had like that one bad game in week 11, um, and he's been super impressive outside of that, especially over the last, what, like five, six weeks. So I like Garrett Wilson as a start here. Nice wide receiver two. 
in the Cardinals-Steelers matchup. We finally got a bounce back game out of Marquise Brown. Like to see it. I still think I consider him more of like a wide receiver three, maybe like a high-end wide receiver three this week, but it does seem like he's trending in the right direction. If he's able to stack another solid game here, could definitely consider moving him up to a start rest of season. I think going to just be sitting the rest of these Cardinals wide receivers, Rondell Moore, Michael Wilson, and Greg Dortch. Then for the Steelers here, I have Deontay as a fringe play, George Pickens as a sit. I do think there's some reason to have some optimism for these wide receivers moving forward. We just saw Pickett go out, throw for 278 yards, which doesn't seem crazy, but it was actually his season high. So good to see there. Um, Unfortunately, neither wide receiver is really able to capitalize fantasy-wise with like a big fantasy day. At this point, I still just prefer Deontay Johnson because of his consistent volume. We're looking at eight plus targets in four of the last five games. George Pickens just doesn't command volume like that, and he hasn't necessarily been coming through with those uh, big plays week to week. So Deontay's a fringe play for me, going to be sitting George Pickens. Next is going to be a divisional matchup between the Colts and the Titans. For the Colts, Michael Pittman continues to be ultra impressive this season. And then for Josh Downs, I have him as a fringe play. Pittman obviously as a start. For Josh Downs, he didn't have a huge fantasy day, but it definitely looks like he's back and healthy. Um, proud of the bye. He had two games with limited usage, was definitely banged up heading into those. Here in week 12, he had an 80% route participation. I wouldn't be surprised if that starts to grow um, at least a little bit over the next few weeks. Commanded 12 targets, which was right there with Michael Pittman. I think moving forward, he's a fantasy wide receiver three with some wide receiver two upside over the uh, you know final stretch of the season. On the other side for the Titans, I feel like D-Hop has kind of settled into like this wide receiver three spot, fringe play. He may not even be someone you feel comfortable firing up as a wide receiver three in uh, weeks with no buy, but we have six teams on buy, so I do think he's a wide receiver three. Fringe play, the uh, Will Levis connections cool off a little bit, so that's kind of where he's at at this point. Then looking at the uh, Dolphins taking on the Commanders, obviously you're playing both Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. Don't have to get too complicated there. Those guys are starts for the uh, Commanders here. Terry McLaurin with a couple down games. Um, this commander's offense does just kind of spread the ball around. We've seen some Jahan Dotson games, some Curtis Samuel games. That's what we saw um, on Thanksgiving. Still a very talented wide receiver, just someone who's more of a fantasy wide receiver three play. Broncos-Texans is going to be the next matchup for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton not coming off a huge game. I still think he's a solid fringe play. This Broncos offense looks better. Cortland Sutton is their clear-cut red zone target, so like him as a wide receiver three option, definitely going to be sitting Jerry Judy for the uh, Texans. This passing attack just keeps rolling. Tank Dell with another solid fantasy day. Could have been a monster game if uh, they didn't have, I think it was like a legal formation or two men in motion or something. He had like a 60-yard bomb he caught that really would have put together a massive fantasy day. Didn't happen, but still solid five for 50 and a touchdown. Nico Collins with a big fantasy day. I like both of those guys as really nice options. We'll see if Noah Brown can get healthy. If he can, I do think he's potentially interesting, especially if Tank Dell or Nico Collins, you know, misses a game here or there. But right now, I would just fire up Dell and Nico Collins as really nice plays. Then looking at uh, the divisional matchup between the Panthers and the Buccaneers, for the Panthers, I do have Adam Thielen as a start. It does look like his production is starting to slip um, from weeks two through six. Thielen scored 15 plus PPR points in all five of those games. He had 20 or more in four of those five games, and I believe he had 25 or more in three of the five games. So he was on an absolute tear. 
Since the week seven bye, he's down to 10 PPR points per game over that stretch. I definitely think he's still playable as like a wide receiver two, um, just because the volume is still there. 10 or more targets in three of the five post buy games. So still very involved, but not like that high-end wide receiver one production we were getting um, earlier on in the season. And I'm going to be sitting uh, Jonathan Mingo. For the Buccaneers, you just continue to fire up Mike Evans as like a fringe wide receiver one, probably just a wide receiver one at this point. And then sitting Chris Godwin, who just kind of continues to be outproduced by Mike Evans. Looking at the Browns-Rams game for the Browns here, Amari Cooper just continues to struggle with the non-Deshaun Watson quarterbacks. So he's going to be a sit for me here. Same thing with Elijah Moore. Looking at the Rams here, you're going to see I have both Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua still as starts. There's no doubt that both those guys have been pretty disappointing over the past few weeks, especially Cooper Cup. Um, In Cup's last five games, he has not cleared seven PPR points. Honestly, feels kind of crazy to say that. I think it's clear he's not 100% healthy right now, but I'm still going to be riding with him as a fantasy wide receiver too. Um, Then for Puka, he has scored under eight PPR points in three of his last four games, and the one where he did go over, um, Cup left early on, so kind of opened up the clear wide receiver one spot. I just think we're in a similar spot here with Cup and Puka, where both these guys are clearly very, very talented wide receivers. We saw a pretty big game out of Stafford in week 12. Unfortunately, the targets were just like funneled to Kyron Williams and um, Tyler Higby, or that's where like the production and touchdowns went. Just based on how talented these wide receivers are, I can't make them lower than like wide receiver twos, even in a not so great matchup here against this uh, Browns defense. I think both these guys are going to get back on track over the next couple of weeks and close out the season strong. Then in probably the best game of the week, uh, 49ers taking on the Eagles. Both these teams just have really, really strong wide receiver duos. So Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, just fire up all those guys as really nice plays, like at worst wide receiver twos. And then looking at the uh, Chiefs-Packers matchup, For the Chiefs here, we may finally be getting like that big second half breakout out of Rasheed Rice. He led the Chiefs with a 71% route participation, also led the team with 10 targets, turned that into eight receptions for 107 yards and a receiving touchdown. It seems like for a while now, it's been very clear that Rice is the most talented wide receiver here for the Chiefs. He's the guy who's consistently made the most of his opportunities. Now he's finally starting to have those opportunities kind of catch up with him. The usage is increasing. I think it may just go up rest of season. And he may end up being someone who I view as like a solid start over the last few weeks or in like the fantasy playoffs. And then going to be sitting Justin Watson, who I guess would be viewed as their uh, current wide receiver too. And then for the Packers here, it was good to see uh, Christian Watson finally have a big game. Seven targets, five receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. He was someone I was pretty high on heading into the season. He definitely had not panned out. Um, I wouldn't say like I'm fully back on the Christian Watson bandwagon just because I don't really love this matchup here against the Chiefs. The Chiefs straight up have just been a very, very tough uh, matchup for teams wide receiver ones. We haven't seen these top wide receivers go out and light up this Chiefs defense. I think Christian Watson would be viewed as like the uh, Packers top weapon, just especially in terms of like routes run. Um, so I think this could be the Jaden Reed day. I have him as a fringe play, wide receiver three. He scored at least 15 PPR points in each of the past three games. He saw a season high in targets on Thanksgiving with eight, um, and he's logged five carries over the past two weeks. So he's also getting used kind of creatively 
getting involved a little bit on the ground, which just gives him a little bit extra, you know, juice in terms of his ceiling. So Jaden Reed would be the guy I'd prefer to play here for these uh, Packers wide receivers. And then the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, Bengals taking on the Jaguars. Starting off with the Bengals here, the offense definitely didn't look great without Joe Burrow. I don't think anyone was expecting the unit to look great. I still think you're obviously firing up Jamar Chase at worst as like a wide receiver too, just too talented to sit, um, even with not so great quarterback play. And then for T. Higgins, if we get him back, I think he's a fringe option as like a wide receiver three. I do think he's the guy who takes the biggest hit with no Joe Burrow. Um, but if he's healthy, I still think he's talented enough where he is playable as a wide receiver three. And we'll just kind of see how it shakes out over the next few weeks. And then definitely going to be uh, sitting at Tyler Boyd. And then for the uh, Jaguars here, my guy Calvin Ridley was super high on him heading into the season. He looked dead in the water at one point. Now with a major bounce back, I feel like he's officially back. Calvin Ridley is going to be a start for me. Back-to-back 20-plus PPR point games. And when we just look at the splits with Zay Jones in the lineup compared to Zay Jones out, Calvin Ridley is averaging 20.6 PPR points per game in the five games with Zay Jones healthy. In those same five games, uh, Christian Kirk is down at 11.8. So as long as Zay Jones stays healthy, I think Calvin Ridley should consistently be viewed as the better option over Christian Kirk. And I'd like to see him continue to stack these um, impressive performances. So Ridley is going to be a start for me as a wide receiver too. And then Christian Kirk is going to be a fringe play. And that's going to wrap it up for all the week 13 matchups. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Hopefully it helps you uh, figure out your wide receiver position this week. I'll have my running back and wide receiver rankings later on in the week. Quarterback and tight end start sits tomorrow. Thank you all for stopping by. I will see you in the next one.